0: What is up, Wildcat fans? My name is Tyler Loop, your host for the It's Personal podcast. Man, I'm so excited to get this thing going. There's been a lot of talk and a lot of work put into this. I've had some awesome people help me get this going, and it is finally here. Uh, man, this is this is a big step. Uh, we are trying to bring you guys an inside look to Arizona football, as well as help student-athletes navigate life off the field. Uh, today, I am joined by one of the greater Wildcats in recent history, Cindric Steptoe. Coach Step, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, my brother. Appreciate you having me today. You know, looking forward to just having a honest and open conversation, you know, about the values, responsibilities, and just the inside look into our program. So excited for it. Dude, awesome. I want to share a little stat with you. Um, it's in the description of the
0: podcast, but there are 8,760 hours in a year. Sixty minutes a game, twelve games a year, right? Twelve hours. Point one percent of our time as a football player is actually in a game. Um, so if you think about that, that other ninety nine point nine <laughs> percent, like that's gonna make or break that point one, right? Um, I think it's huge to focus a lot of a lot of your effort and time into that ninety nine point nine, because once you get into that point one, it takes care of itself.
1: Correct, correct. You know, in in and even giving some bigger numbers, I mean, you look at, I think football is the craziest sport. I mean, you you broke it down to the 1% of your time spent on the field, but I mean, you technically only get 12 games a year, mm-hmm. you know, and you train for what, nine months out of the yeah. year to only play in three. Yeah. I think, think about the insanity of mm-hmm. that to say, I'm, I'm only going to get 12 shots to show what I've been able to do in these last nine months. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, man, I think obviously the physical training, big part of that off season, the grind, working on your craft, huge. Um, but there's other parts of that to being a successful student athlete. Um, I think a big one is the, the right values and right foundation on your life. Uh, we talk about it all the time, raise, be a pro man. Why is it so important to y'all to push out those, those type of values to the players?
1: You know, a lot of it just come from our experience in life. Um, you know, one thing about coaches that that we all have is, is experience, whether it's been here at this University of Arizona for their whole for our whole careers, whether it's being with multiple teams, uh, whether it's being playing in the NFL, uh, whether it's been working as a teacher and then moving over into the athletic realm. One thing that you realize as an adult is the individuals who are successful, those are the ones who have standards in their lives. Mm-hmm. They have values and they live by something. And so... Trying to get that instilled in every young man that walks through these that walks through this building, you know, is something that we believe and hold wholeheartedly mm-hmm. that is going to make you be successful in life. Because at the end of the day, if you have a standard of getting up at six a, up at six a.m. in the morning, now you're giving yourself more time in the day to be successful. Now, if you're getting up at eight in the morning, you're giving yourself less time. So you have to be more efficient in the time that you are up. So it, it goes both ways, but the reason why we're instilling values and instilling principles in you is because we know in the long run that it's going to have you and allow you to stand for something. And when you're standing for something, you're not falling for anything. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Um, kind of want to tell a story. Go it's for one it. Of that, one of my favorite ones. <laughs> uh, it's
0: a story of the wise and the foolish builder. Okay. It's basically, it goes like this. Long time ago, there's two guys and they're looking to build their houses. There's kind of two spots they can go for. One is on the beach, okay? Okay really cool views lots of opportunities to go for the flash and the fun and the really the cool life um, as you'd say you got to build on the sand you know on the beach so uh, yeah flashy fun on the sand the second spot is a little further inland hard to get to gonna be hard to get your stuff there you know you got to work for it a little bit but it's on good ground solid rock fertile ground around it. Great spot. Adversity hits one day, okay? A storm comes. The rain comes down, the streams rose, and the wind just pounded on the houses. What house do you think survived? The one inland. Yeah. 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 What what do you think happened to the one on the sand? It
1: got blew away. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: gone, right? This guy who built his house on the sand put everything important to him on something that was going to be pushed around easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going after the flashy and the fun life, uh, and the cool stuff, taking the, taking the easy route, right. Mm-hmm. Um, seeking to self satisfy yeah. adversity hits, everything crumbles on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy who did the right thing sought out the, uh, right foundation, the good areas, uh, to build his life on his house. Um, Sacrifice the flash and the comfort. Mm. I mean, his livelihood is safe. That yeah. adversity hits, he knows how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a really huge example of why it's important to put your livelihood and who you are on the right stuff.
1: Correct. You have to have a solid foundation, you know, to build anything on. Um, you know, you are talking about about building a home. You don't want to build it on sand, Mm-mm. just because you know water comes through, it can wash it away. <laughs> yeah. And now your house is floating away when it comes through it'll blow it away Mm -hmm. you know and so building it on something that's solid um a strong foundation is going to give you the ultimate time the Mm -hmm. ultimate success Mm -hmm. and because you know you can withstand anything when it's built right and so that's where we get back to the values having those values in your life having understanding the tradition understanding the history um it's going to allow you to be successful because it's built on the right things it's everlasting yeah
0: Step, you lead our character development program uh, on Wednesdays. Right now, we're breaking down RAISE. Uh, could you kind of give the rundown of what that acronym means um, and why, you know, if you know why those were chosen?
1: Yeah, so they, they were chosen. Um, you know, they're, they're general terms that you would see being I mean, used in a lot of different programs, a lot of different companies. Um but there are terms that are dear to us, near and dear to us, because they encompass so many things. You know, when you're talking about respect, you know, the first letter of it, having respect for any and every person that you work with, for the buildings that you're living in, um, for the individuals that you're, you're speaking to. I mean, from the janitor in the building to the head coach, you know, it's all about having respect. Um, the next one is accountability, you know, holding yourself accountable. Your teammates holding you accountable, knowing that if you're accountable for something, you're going to hopefully live up to that, what you're trying to accomplish. And that's why accountability is so big, you know, and then you, you talk about, you know, innovation, you know, think big. Yeah. This game of football, it's it, there are so many, you know, innovative things that have happened in it. Mm-hmm. And we want our players to, to feel like they can be um in, in innovators of new techniques of how to rush a passer, mm-hmm. you know, how to set a block how to kick a field goal. If, they, if you can't change yeah. kicking a field goal, <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty set yeah. <laughs> with the approach and everything. But innovation is, is one of those things that I love because I love individuals that can think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. You know, there are going to be times in the game where you're going to have to think outside of the box in order to make a play, yeah. you know, but you do that because you've studied because you understand the task at hand mm-hmm. and now you can put your own little spin and twist on it, you know, and that's being innovative. Yeah. Um, you know, the next one is selfless. And that's the one we actually, we, we just talked about, you know, thinking of yourself less is what selfless is about, you know, putting others before you in order to reach a common goal. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're able to do that, and I personally believe the only reason you're able to do that on a consistent basis is when you truly know the person who is next to you. You know, you might do it once or twice for someone who is, you know, that you might have a brief encounter with, but you're going to more likely to do it on a more frequent basis when you actually know the person that you're working with and living with. Oh, absolutely. On a daily, on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, and then the last one is being, you know, energetic. Um, you know, enthusiasm, having having that enthusiasm to to go and show your passion for whatever you're doing. And at the end of the day, if you don't have passion for what you're doing, you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So in some days you will go through the motions, but 90% of the time you should have energy and passion and be enthusiastic about whatever you're asked to do and tasked to do, um, especially in the game of football, because we get a short time frame to play it. And if you don't have that that energetic, um, enthusiastic approach, then you'll just never get out of it what what you should be getting out of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dude, I think there's someone in this program, like right now, who is totally killing the game on some of these uh he's in my lift group seems Ammon Allen
1: yeah dude that's dude, a dude as dude they say is a rock star. <laughs> um
0: man like i said he's in my lift group and after every lift uh now the coaches the strength coaches asked us to take uh ownership of the weight room and clean it up so Ammon will get his extra work in and then clean up and you know usually helps me Turn the dumbbells to where the a low goes up, um, putting away weights. Mm. Um, he's doing that. He's getting extra work, spending time with his teammates, uh, and then after after he's done all that, he's going into the into the training room, and we're in there in the cold tubs getting ready for the next day. Um, man, I was in there with him one day, and he goes, "Dude, I can't wait to get my I can't wait to get my iPad like." <laughs> this, this playbook, when it gets released, I, I'm going to be the first one to memorize it. Like, He he cares a lot about this, and he puts, puts his effort into it. Um, and he was already a little ahead of the game when he got here. I mean, that dude is dummy mature yeah. for a freshman. Yeah. Um, but I've been able to see him grow from where he was then to where he is now, and he's a stud. Uh. And it's not by mistake. I mean, he comes in, and he does the extra work. Uh, he respects his teammates and everyone in the building. He's kind. Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't, you know, BS the workouts. He holds his, holds people accountable. Um, especially, you know, me in the weight room. Uh, sometimes I'll be like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of get done with a set and I've got my last rep. I'm like, man, I could just drop this Mm no and know. And he goes, come on one more. I'm like, how does this dude know he's counting? Yeah, And he's telling, he's telling me like, Hey, you know, you gotta get this done. Um, and he comes in, he practices it, and he does it all with a smile. Mm. Um, and so, if you look at that, he's respectful, holds people accountable, he's uh, innovating, doing new things, unique things after recover, mm-hmm. selfless, takes care of his teammates, and he's happy while he does it. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's he's chosen to to practice that, and it's it's come through.
1: Yeah, no, no that's a great example. I mean. Emma embodies what it means to be a Wildcat, what it means to live the values, Um, you know, and and that's what someone such as yourself will be able to see as you continue to be a part of the team. You know, you'll see guys who, wow, he's taking us to a next level. But more importantly, it's going to make you raise your game Mm -hmm. and your life to the next level. And that's what this whole thing is about. Having those individuals that are going to be a spark and that spark is going to light a fire. And that fire is going to be now a blowtorch, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just gonna it's going to keep going. And that's what the vision is when we talk about implementing values. You know, no rules but values, because yeah. values mean more than rules. Mm-hmm. People are going to try to find ways to break rules. Yeah, values is something that you have to truly live by, mm-hmm. and you want to mm-hmm. be a part of. You choose to be a part of values. Yeah, I uh, man, I love that. I think
0: to get those values though, you have to train.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: you got to put yourself through it. You can't just show up and say, Oh, well I'm gonna try and be more respectful today. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that'll, that'll be a day to day thing. You'll like, you'll wake up be like, man, I'm gonna be respectful. The next day you wake up, you're not thinking, <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna be respectful. Um, there's a guy who, you know, I look up to in my life. His name's Sean Vollendorf. And, uh, he always talks about the difference between trying and training. Um, like let's say let's say you walk up to someone and they're like, "Man, I'm trying to run a marathon." And then you walk up to another person, and they're like, "Oh, I'm training to run a marathon." Mm-hmm. Who who would you be more confident in to finish that marathon?
1: Probably the person who's saying training.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Sean says that training is at the same time, the same place with the same people for the same purpose. It's a consistent thing.
1: It's not something you yep. um, just show up and hope happens. Yeah. Right. Because your routine. You know, when, when you can get in the routine of doing anything, it's going to be better. It's going to make you a better individual, you know, and routines are huge. And that's why coach is always talking about get in a routine, get in a habit, make it a habit, you know. And I, I've read something where it says 21 days, you know, if you can do something for 21 days, then it's become a habit, mm-hmm. you know, and you're trying, we're trying to help you build good habits at the end of the day. It's easy to build bad habits. Oh, easy. Easy. easy, easy. You know, and we all have bad habits. Shoot, I have bad habits. But, Trying to have more good habits than bad habits is the ultimate goal for me. Mm-hmm. And training, not trying, is the key term. I, I try to eliminate "try" out of my vocabulary. Even my kids, speaking of my kids, so don't say "try." You're either going to do it or you're not. Yeah, you know, "try" is such a unfulfilling word. Mm-mm. And trying to eliminate it, so you're not even saying it. So now you can be more intentional. is key. Big time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I think high school athletes, college
0: athletes, I mean, whatever level uh, you're at. I mean, you can, even if you're not an athlete, mm. uh, just training values is something you can do. And we want to give a few steps uh, to train those. I think the first one, before you can actually replace or fix, like you have to know what's wrong. Um, you know, if your car breaks down, you don't you don't say like your battery dies. You're like, oh man, I need to change my tires. I think that'll <laughs> fix it, right? Like you gotta you gotta figure out, oh my battery's dead. Yeah. you know, I gotta fix that. Um, and so I think a big thing is being able to step back, Mm. um, and look at the things that you want to improve, but also have people around you who can point out your blind spots. Um, one thing that we talk about a lot about, one thing we talk about a lot with my roommates is identifying blind spots in life, in faith, um, and just your walk of, you know, walk of life. And, uh. Man, my roommate Blake, uh, you, you remember Blake, yeah, right? Remember Blake, yeah. Yeah. Uh played safety here. His dad was a kicker. And you know, I'm gonna have him on, have him on here one okay. time. But man, he's he's a mentor in my life, someone I look up to. And he calls me on my stuff all the time. <laughs> uh he'll he'll tell me like, Hey, you know, you're being a little irritable right now. It's not cool. Uh like he's got this Australian shepherd who I love. His name's Leo Uh, sheds like crazy. And I'll, it'll be all over my socks, all over my clothes. That's the worst.
1: That's the worst. Yeah.
0: I'm like, dude, come on. There's so much hair. Um, But sometimes like that little thing will just make me crack. Mm -hmm. Like I might have a long day, but I'll crack on that. He's like, Hey man, you know Mm -hmm. this, if you're trying to live this out, like you can't be, you know, Let's not be super irritable about this. Let's be gracious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been able to point out some of those things in my life that are inhibiting me yeah. from living out good values.
1: Yeah. Well, you also look at I me. Mean, some people are sandpaper. You mm-hmm. know, where they're going to rub us, rub us, rub us to where we become smooth. You know, mm-hmm. and we can identify our rough edges, and they they help us smooth those rough edges down. But you know, in hearing that story, one of the things I think about is is a concept where you know, thinking of boxing, you know, who's your sparring partner? Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that's going to tell you when you're doing something wrong? Who's the guy that's going to tell you when you're doing something right? Yeah. And being consistent with it. We have a lot of people who are always going to tell us, oh, man, you're so great. Oh, you're so good. But who is the one that's actually telling us, no, you're not good right now, Luke. Like, yeah. so something's going on. Like, why are you mad over this little thing? Mm-hmm. It was one piece of hair. Yeah. <laughs> and you're freaking out. Like, yeah. what's going on? What's what's the bigger issue? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and constantly working on that, identifying you know, bad habits that we might have, you know, is, is key to us being successful. And mm-hmm. oftentimes our true, our true friends can show us those bad habits that we have and help us work through it and get through it yeah. at the end of the day.
0: I definitely think, uh, you know, there, there's a risk there too. You got to risk the comfortability of that relationship
1: to Correct. be able to like say, Hey man, I know you don't want to hear this, but you need to. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that, man. But I think that also comes when you talk about values and having values, you know that in order for me to be successful and get to where I want to go, I'm going to have people that are going to tell me I'm not doing a good job right now. Mm -hmm. But if you have strong values, you can work through that and get to that and understand that it's for your betterment and not for your detriment, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's a huge part of it.
0: Yeah. So find the blind spots. And once you see them, uh, now you can't just start out, you know, replace the whole thing, uh, immediately. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be, it's gotta be small acts of progress, Uh, you know, you think about new year's resolutions, just horrible, horrible (laughs) construct, you know, my, my first week back here from winter break, I came back, uh, January 7th and I'm driving by the wreck and there is probably like 40 people getting ready to cross the street to go work out. And I'm like, man, all these people probably just said new year's resolution. I'm going to be in the weight room four times a week, uh, Getting swole, losing weight—you know, whatever they want to do. Um, two weeks later, I'm driving by and I'm like, "Oh, I don't have to wait for any pedestrians. I can just <laughs> <That> go." <quick. laughs> yeah, you know, they they start out super hard, and respect yep. to them. I mean, they they do it for two weeks. They go go hard, and then they just fizzle out. Yeah, they go flat and they uh, stop working at it. I think one of the biggest things is just practicing small things. Mm-hmm. Just show up, trying it. Um, Show up, training it. Uh, Walking through the door, saying thank you for that. Yes, sir. No, sir. Um, You know, whatever, whatever you're trying to fix, um, working on that. Like with my irritability thing, if I notice Mm -hmm. I'm getting irritable now, Mm -hmm. um, I'll say, okay, you know, let's let's think of this a different way or. Mm. Um, you know, let's focus on something else. And it's just a small thing. It's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm not going to get irritated over this at all. Cause I still do. Um, like that first week back, I was practicing in an indoor and I only have three footballs right Mm -hmm. now. Um, and all the offense came in and they didn't have footballs. So they took mine. Right. And I'm sitting there. I was hot. I was not happy. (laughs) I was being all passive aggressive and, um, (laughs) <laughs> then, kind of over the next weeks, the same thing happened. By the third week, I mean this is when I really started being intentional about yeah. not being irritable. I wasn't. I wasn't super upset about it. Uh, one of the people I was practicing with was like, "Oh man, they ruined our practice," <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, yeah, but you know, they came and got their work in, and yeah, you know, they're they're better for it, and we as a team are gonna be better for it." And like, it's all because of small things. Yeah. I wasn't coming in being like, "Oh, I'm gonna be a saint today." going from uh, I'm pissed off because I dropped a piece of buttered bread mm-hmm. to the next day I'm a saint in the football facility. Correct. Well, I
1: think the first part is just knowing when we get to that point, knowing that, well, I feel like I'm about to taper off and mm-hmm. then do something about it. Yeah. So, yeah, when you talk about the little things, I mean, that that's what it's all about at the end of the day. If we can figure out and solve the little things, we'll never really have to deal with the big things. Yeah. You know, because little things become big things when we don't tend to them. Mm -hmm. When we don't pay attention to them, you know, that irritability, it becomes something major to where you're jumping off, flying off at the handle when unexpectedly and you're like, wait, where did this come from? Well, it started small, but we just chose to ignore it. Mm -hmm. So but if we can identify small things that can allow us to get better along the way, then we're going to be better. We're going to set ourselves up for success. And Mm -hmm. that's what it's about at the end of the day. You know, the greatest individuals, the greatest leaders, they always talk about the small things. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the details. Yeah, it's all about the details, you know. And so, in your life, that's something that we should look for, look for, look forward to, and look for at the same time. Yeah, you know, because it's only going to make us better.
0: Totally. Um, you know, if you're
1: trying to be more respectful,
0: you know, you're not gonna come in and just immediately be that. You have to take those baby steps. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying yes or no, sir. Asking your teammates like how they're doing yeah. actually, and not. Not being just, intentional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, being like you said, being intentional. Mm-hmm. Um and it doesn't have to be big steps. Nope. Baby steps will pay off dividends.
1: Well that's what time. that's what we do as humans. We always think well, it's gotta be this big grand gesture. Yeah. You know, for me to get right or me to get better. Like, no, nah, it's just you saying, Okay, I'm going to wake up at, you know, six o'clock, six AM every morning, mm-hmm. and setting your alarm for five fifteen because you know <laughs> that you're gonna hit you're going to hit the snooze button a couple of times. Knowing that you only need thirty minutes to get up. So now you hit the snooze button at five fifteen. By the time five thirty comes around, hopefully you have the energy to get up and get out of bed. And you've put that buffer in your life. That's a little thing. Yeah. But you're up and moving by six AM. So it's all about the little things and acknowledging the little things.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I think, you know, identifying those little things, practicing those little things is huge. Um, but I think there are some fights that you just can't do alone. True. That, that leads leads us to our third step, having accountability Mm -hmm. and a good group around you. Um, you know, there, like I said, there are battles that you just can't fight. Um, me fighting temptation, irritability. Like I can't, I can't do that internally. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one thing that I've really been trying to change, um, you know, I talked about irritability and anger is, uh, you know, it's a verse in the Bible. that says, uh, be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. Um, man, I've been trying to practice that a whole lot and be peaceable. And for months, like all through, you know, all through the season, I was like, yeah, I'm going to work on being less irritable. I actually got worse. <laughs> like I, I legit. That usually work- happens
1: sometimes. That yeah. happens sometimes.
0: Like I got worse once I started trying to fight it on my own, like head to head. Dude, I would get beat. <laughs> I mean, I was I was on the ropes. Um, you know, I finally really brought in my roommates uh, and some people on the team and people I trusted who didn't, you know, weren't going to tell yeah. me what I wanted to hear. Um, and man, they would tell me like, "Dude, why are you upset about this? Like, mm-hmm. it's not even a big deal. Like, you could just, you know, set mm-hmm. it down, reset."
1: Um, and that's been huge. Yeah, it is. That's big time, man. I mean, like I said, it goes back to having those individuals in our lives that, that can help us, that can be honest with us, and that can, you know, just sit and talk at times, you mm-hmm. know, and, and try to figure out different areas of our life of where, where we can be better and get better. Um, but accountability is a, a key cog in my life, you know, with my kids and my wife and them holding me accountable. You know, me saying I'm going to do something and them saying, especially my kids, reminded me, Daddy, you said you're going to do this. <laughs> yes, I did say that, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. You said you're going to take me here. Oh, well, but you said, all right, let's go. You know, and it's just little things like that of, of those individuals who can remind you, keep you on task, keep you focused and having similar goals as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, with when people like that, you're going to be successful. Yeah,
0: definitely. One thing. um, and this this like bugged me, but it's actually led to something pretty cool. Uh, I was taking a class, a Zoom mm-hmm. class in the players' lounge, and uh, one of my teammates walked in, and we're not obviously not supposed to talk during ASL class. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- ASL is sign language, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so not supposed to talk, not supposed to have other people in the room. And uh, in comes teammate going to get some snacks, and he's like asking me, "Oh, what should I get before a workout?" And I'm like. <laughs> I'm sitting there. It's my turn to do dialogue practice. And uh, I can't talk. And he's like, Luke, why are you ignoring me, bro? And Walks over, tries to peek in the camera. And like, that bugged me. I was like, dude, you, how can you not see? I'm taking the class. And uh, man, I got irritated. And he, when he tried to reach over, I grabbed him. Instead of like st- stopping him, I grabbed his shoulder and like pushed him a little <laughs> bit. And uh, about two hours later after our lift, he's like, Oh yeah, bro, Loop yelled at me today. Loop <laughs> yelled at me and I was like, Man, I I know I feel feel bad about this. I went to him, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm really trying to work on not being irritable and upset over those little things like, man, you you really had no way of knowing exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. And the next few days like up until now if i'm getting irritated like he would be like hey bro calm down right. and like sometimes <laughs> it might be a little sarcastic but i mean he like he recognized it and it's helped me yeah. um
1: those little hey man you gotta you know peel yeah. back a little bit yeah. it's helped well but i would even ask you to, to to even avoid that altogether why do it in the players lounge when well, you know that's a public space yeah where people going. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> probably not the smart right idea.
1: <laughs> But, so I was like even <laughs> even further back let's make that decision. let's go in one of the position rooms back right? yeah yeah <laughs> where there are no snack machines yeah <laughs> yeah but but
0: having having those people around me um, who, yeah. who are able to say, hey you know let's let's peel back right now and, mm-hmm. and work on this. Hey let's let's do this instead of um, instead of something else yeah. you know let's make the right right choices and right decisions to live how you want to live. Correct. Um, And man, having those people has been huge for me. That's good to hear, man. Um, I think that's what being teammates all about too. Yep. Having that, having those good people around you. Yep. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. I think with those steps, you'll really like people really be able to to train in uh, good values in their life. Those are kind of the steps that I've been taking over the past few months. Um, They're steps I've seen my roommates take uh, when they want to grow. Awesome, and dude, they're uh, great ones if you want to put good values in your life. And uh, you know, the next few weeks we're going to be talking about talking about those values. Uh, what some of the you know really important ones, the the general ones are respect, accountability, innovation, selflessness, and enthusiasm. Um, you know, we're going to talk about one a week and and break it down in depth on you know really how to practice that, what it looks like um, the different ways that, that they manifest themselves. Mm. Um, and man, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, thank you for, thank you for taking yeah. the time to sit yeah, down man. with me.
1: Thanks for having, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure getting to work with, you know, with the players, um, and their personal endeavors, personal interests, you know, seeing, seeing individuals grow is my whole purpose in being here. Um, and however I can help you, te- your teammates, you know, do, do these type of projects, do, have these type of goals set out that you want to accomplish. And if I can help, man, that's what I'm here for. So appreciate you inviting awesome. me. Appreciate you allowing me to be on and, and share this space with you.
0: Yeah. Step, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the It's Personal podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Loop. I'm the kicker here at Arizona. Look out for next week when we get ready to talk about respect.